To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. The Weeble app, they're offering a bunch of free stocks simply for you signing up. You get 5% right now on the cash management platform. So if you don't know what to do with your money, it can sit there in the Weeble account and at least gain some interest. Uh, $1,000 will get you like between 10 and 11 cents a day. Just by signing up, you don't have to invest in anything. There's there's literally no risk. But if you want to get a, an IRA started, if you want to go ahead and get passive income started through stocks that give out monthly dividends, um, if you want to do the robo-invest, uh, which simply takes all the information uh, of how aggressively you want to invest and then does the work for you, you can do that. Just Use my affiliate link in the description down below. You'll get free stocks to start your portfolio, and I'll get free stocks simply by you using my affiliate link. So go ahead, try it out. Try it out. Go ahead, please. <laughs> um, any questions, concerns, comments, go ahead, hit me up in my contact section, uh, positivesarcasm.com. Go to contact and hit me up there, or email me directly, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. Question concerns about uh, fitness comp- uh, fitness competition posing music? You can hit me up uh, as you normally do uh, with any of those requests right there, charged by the hourly. So what do we got going on? Oh, so early in the week I had a little thing. We're gonna get right into it about um, customer service when you're not actually talking to somebody. But I know that's gonna come to an end eventually of actually talking to a live person as well. Especially with large companies. Small companies, they can't afford to do that. And then again, they want to keep that personal touch. So, And they give a shit about their customers. So let's start with the facts. All right. I discovered a problem. Part of it I was able to handle myself regarding the whole... Um, I mentioned it on, I think, Tuesday. And I was by the time I already mentioned it, I was blood red mad. But thankfully, the next morning, I tried again and uh, was able to resolve the situation. Sometimes I think to myself, how can I be so stupid as not to have seen this myself? But by doing something by by doing something stupid, I discovered something important. And then I dove into that. And I feel like there is a danger that is right around the corner in terms of automated or AI customer service. Well, first of all, it's already here. But the danger is now, like, it's eureka moment for me. Like, now I'm, like, in my head, like, oh, I could see where this could be a real problem. Where that human touch could be the difference between um, you being able to withdraw your money and your bank account just disappearing altogether and you not being able to rectify the situation at all because nobody's there to help you. Just a script, and the script just runs. You remember that scene in um, what was it? The fucking iRobot with Will Smith and Bridget Moynihan, where he puts the disc in and his his boss goes, "I'm sorry, my responses are limited. You must ask the right questions." But everything is clues and stuff like that. But it's it's as far as it goes. It has a limited response bank. 
And it almost seems like the goal is never to help you. The goal is to run its script. So as long as it's able to run its script, it's like, well, I've completed my job, shut down, and that's it. Or it just goes to the end of the road and says, oh, we'll refer to this. This chat session is ended. So this is something I've run into, and I have some of the scripts here. Now, I'm not going to show you the scripts because it has some of my sensitive information, my sensitives, um, regarding literally my accounts. But I can read it to you, and I want to go to this in detail because this, I'm sure plenty of you have gone through this because you're angry at this point you're frustrated so typing on a key and typing on a keyboard or typing like text messaging or whatever this does not work for me or i don't think it works for anybody when they're frustrated it doesn't so i started i start like okay i need to get into my i need to get into one uh my spotify account all right i need to figure out what's going on here all right, so type my password. It doesn't work. Type the other pa that password. Okay, that wasn't it. All right. Uh, screw it. I'll just do... I will simply do... Now, first of all, my... my I have adrenal fatigue, so it's happened to me since 2014. So uh, yeah, my when I, when I fucking shut down, I shut down. My, my brain just fizzles out, and I can't think straight. So let me, let me focus here. I tried to get into my account on Spotify. I didn't want to lock it, so I simply said, I can't remember my password, send me my password. Okay, what's your email? All right, I sent in my email. I don't get an email. I check my junk mail, nothing. I try other accounts that I have. It's hard running this hot dog stand of a company. I gotta be perfectly honest with you. You got five different email accounts. You got all these fucking platforms that I up to upload to. Uh, you know, transferring all my information from YouTube to to Rumble. It's it's a bitch. But you know what? Work hard, love what you do, and it won't. It, the pain won't be as much. I didn't get my emails. My hey, you forgot your password. Okay simple right you forget your password send you an email with like a code or whatever you type in the code your password pops up or it asks you to reset it or it asks you to talk to a customer service agent i got no email i try again i get no email i tried all my other accounts i'm like is it another email account that i'm not thinking of nope those ones don't exist spotify tells you that ain't it it's this one okay forgot password what's your email type it in no email. I try it again. No email. Great. All right. What do I need to do? I need customer service. All right. I need I need help here because I can't get now I can't get into my account to see what is wrong. So away we go. Hi. You're through the you're through to the uh, Spotify for podcaster support bot. A human will help you if you get stuck. Please select a, st a topic to get started. All right. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, Spotify now. My platform. My Spotify won't send me my login password. Need help ASAP. Okay. Botify. Send this. You. Me. Can't log in. Bot. You may be able to find the answer you need in our help articles. The help articles include logging into Spotify for podcasters, resetting your password, not receiving your out re account verification email. Me, speak to an advisor. 
Bot, before we connect you with an advisor, we need to collect some info. Bot, what is the email Spotify podcaster account under? I reply. Thanks. What's your podcast URL? I put that in. Bot. Finally, tell us what's going on and how we can help. You can use the plus icon to add a screenshot. Me. Can't log into Spotify. Bot. Thanks! Transfer you you to an advisor. Our advisors aim to get back to you within five minutes. If you can't stick around, you can return to your conversation uh, later. Info. You are now connected to VEDS. VEDS is spelled V-E-D-S. You, also no podcast feed update. Okay, which I saw on my own. That's, hi there. I'll be happy to help you out with your blah, blah, blah. Just to clarify, is your podcast hosted on our platform? Me, it's hosted on Squarespace. That's, I could also let you know what type of Spotify account were you trying to access. Me, that type, podcast. Thanks for clarifying. Have you tried resetting the password of your Spotify for podcaster's account? Me, I tried to password, forgot password root. It won't send me an email. Veds, I see. Can you try heading over to this link and log in via the somewhere else portal? Me, K. Now what? On that page, can you try logging into your Spotify account under the email address provided? Okay, I reply back, nothing. Nada. What's next? Veds, thanks for trying it out. Gave me a few minutes to check on this further backstage. Backstage? Am I at a show again? Veds, so... Sorry to keep you waiting. I've checked backstage and I can see that the issue is coming from the Spotify account itself, which is why you're having trouble logging in. I recommend reaching out to Spotify for this and they'll be able to help you regain your access to your account. Wait a minute. I'm talking to Spotify and it's saying, I recommend reaching out to Spotify for this. I am reaching out to Spotify. That's the whole fucking point. I've checked backstage and I can see that this issue is coming from the Spotify account itself, which is why you're having trouble logging in. I recommend reaching out to Spotify for this. I am reaching out to Spotify. Getting madder? You can also provide them our chat conversation ID, which is 60 million letters, at this, uh, as a point of reference so they'll know what to do right away. To reach them, just head over to this link and click on the message uh, at the bottom support.spotify.com article contact us okay you or me what's wrong with the spotify account i can't send them them a message without logging in i have had no issues up until this week okay so it says you know to reach them just head over to this link and click the message at the bottom so i went there but it asks you to log in i go what's wrong with the spotify account i can't send them a message without logging in so I'm, at, I'm basically just at Spotify, and I'm just saying, hey, I need help getting in. I'm at, I'm at the peripherals. I'm on the outside. I'm not inside. I can't send them a message without logging in. I've had no issues up until this week. Okay, blah, blah, blah. It seems that you've been, and now Vez replies, it seems that you've been locked out of your Spotify account due to multiple login attempts. Me, when? Vez, on the other hand, I've checked your podcast RSS feed on Spotify. I can confirm that it's working. Good. Okay. To clarify, the RSS feed is working as it should in the Spotify, but it's possible it's not updating anywhere else. The issue is possibly coming from the RSS feed itself. Okay, fix that. On the other hand, since you're having trouble reaching a Spotify support, I can transfer you directly from this chat to their team so they can assist you on accessing your Spotify account. Sound good? Me. Yes, please. See? I was being polite. I'm frustrated, I'm pissed, I'm boiling, but I'm polite. Veds. Alrighty. 
One moment, please, as I transfer you. Please do not close or disconnect the chat, keeping the window open. Me. Copy that. Off we go. Vince, thanks for chatting with me today. If you need further assistance later on with your blah, 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 feel free to reach back with the same conversation ID so we can continue where we left off. Take care. Info. Wizzy R is now connected in reviewing your question. Wizzy R. W-I-Z-Z-I-R. Wizzy R is now connected in reviewing your question. They'll message you shortly. Wizzy R. Hello. We are working hand in hand. Let me continue assisting you with your concern. Me. Okay. Stand by, please. Wizzy R. I am more than happy to sort this one out for you. Me. I need assistance unlocking my account, please. Wizzy R. I would like to refer you to the email you received regarding your account. Info. And that was it. This is the last thing. Wizzy fucking ditched me. I would like to refer... Uh, okay. I need an assistance unlocking my account, please. And then he replied back. Wizzy R. I would like to refer you to the email you received regarding your account info. Conversation closed by in agent. There was no email. I replied back, what email, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Refer to this email that was sent to your account. Closed. Never received an email. <laughs> All right. Getting blood red matter. I send another email. Bot. Can't log in. You may be able to find the answer you need in your help article. So it does the same fucking thing. Tells me the same. Reset your password. Blah, blah, blah. Me. Speak to an advisor. Before we connect you with an advisor, what is the email spot? Me. We've gone through this already. One exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Bot. Thanks. And what is podcast? What's your podcast URL? Me. Agent. Bot. Finally, tell us more about what's going on. You can use the plus icon to add a screenshot. Me. Agent. <laughs> Bot. Thanks. Transferring you to an advisor. I, I didn't realize. But pretty much. Whew, I'm already mad. I'm yelling at a robot who clearly doesn't give a shit. All right. Info. You're now connected to Tony with a Y. Tony. Hey there. So at least it's a real name. So I had Veds, Wizzy R, and now I've got Tony. Tony, how can I help you? Me, Tony. I'm kind of annoyed, dude. Tony, sorry to hear that. Last agent you told me to refer to, to an email. Okay. Last agent just told me to refer to an email that I never got, then close the chat. Me, can't log in. Tried resetting my password. Won't send me the email. Then... Wiz, quote, Wizzy R just tosses me. Tony, thanks for letting me know, and I apologize for that. Tony, before I dive in, can you send me the email address associated with your account so I can check? I send him the email. Thanks for sharing from Tony. Tony, just to make sure we're on the same page here, are you trying to log in your Spotify account instead of the Spotify for Podcasters account? Me, Spotify for Podcasters. Tony, I see. Thanks for confirming. Tony, Checking backstage. What the fuck is backstage? I can see that your Spotify account was disabled from the back end for login to your podcast. Tony, that being said, the best way to resolve this your issue is to transfer you to the right team so they can assist you in recovering your account. Tony, sound good? Me, why is it disabled from the back end? 
manually? Exclamation point, question mark. Tony, no worries. Our team will provide you with the best information for what happened to your account. It's getting dark. It's already dark out. I'm blood red mad. Tony, no worries, blah, blah, blah. You or me, cool. I look forward to being tossed off again. I look forward to being tossed off by Wizzy again. Tony, I won't let that happen. Please hold for a moment. Info. Marvic R is now reviewing your question. Is that a drone? Marvic, M-A-R-V-I-C-R, is now connected and reviewing your question. They'll message you shortly. Marvic R. Hi there. I'm Marvic, and I'll be happy to assist you. Let me just pull up your account to check further. Me. Copy that. Marvic R. Upon checking, aside from the email that you received about your account, which I never received, we don't have any more information to share. I'm afraid this is something this isn't something customer service can help with. Unless you have a technical or payment issue, I'll be ending this chat. Info. Conversation closed by the agent. What the fuck? <laughs> this is the shit I have to deal with on a fucking Monday night? Or Tuesday night, whatever it was. At this point, okay, so this was at 8.40 p.m. That's what I went through. Then I posted, I went on Instagram, and I said, I'm fucking pissed, Spotify, this is bullshit. That morning, I got back on the phone, not on the phone, obviously not on the phone, because you're not going to get anybody. At this point, I know in the beginning you're talking to a bot because it says bot, but I talked to Tony, Tony, Wizzy R, Veds, and Marvic R, and they all blew me off. Finally, the next morning, I get a hold of, uh, where the fuck is this? I have it somewhere. That's not the one. Let me see. Hold on, sorry. Give me just a moment. Um, I have them saved in two different transcripts, so my apologies. Um, where the fuck is it going? Jesus fucking Christ! Fuck it. I'm just gonna close it. Yes. Uh, subject. There. God damn it. Um, where is my fucking thing? I don't... Okay. Uh, print to fucking... Okay. I, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm fucking pissed. I'm going to have to figure this out a different way. I just want to open this fucking transcript so I can get this goddamn podcast done. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Uh, renewal, software, maintenance. Can I open this with something else? Because obviously this is not working. Okay, here we go. Fuck it, we'll do this. Is this Spotify? Is this the one that... Yes, okay, here we go. 
Thank God I saved it in Notepad. Okay. Conversation started the next morning, 9.31 a.m. Thank you for messaging us. Re-enable B. Okay. Re-enable B. Account Spotify in the back end. Spotify has shared rich content with you. Spotify has shared just so we know who to call. Blah, blah, blah. Just follow these steps. Okay. We'll connect you to an advisor. So after at 9, 10 a.m., we'll connect you to an advisor. They may need to verify your the account owner. Oh, this because I was an incognito. Spotify has shared rich content with you. I have it already. An advisor is the best. Uh, connect to an advisor. Our advisor is aiming to get back with you in five minutes. If you can't stick around, you can return to continue later. Okay. So I'm already blood red mad from the night before. I got blown off t- several times. And I'm expecting for it to happen again. I'm still locked out. Can't get in. So I can't make any adjustments. You may receive a survey at the end of this conversation. Please know that's not how we did. Re-enable B is now connected and reviewing your question. Re-enable B. Hi there. I understand you're having trouble logging in. No worries. I'm here to help sort things out. Me. My account is locked in the back end and needs to be enabled. The last two reps disconnected me without resolution. I'm here now here to help you. Let me just go ahead and check the email address you sent to me, sent me, and I'll be back. Re-enable B. Thank you so much for waiting. Me. I'm ready. Re-enable B. I successfully re-enabled your account. You may now go ahead and check in, check if you can log in. Let me know how it goes in your end, comma, my full first name. Smiley face. Me. Thank you. Me. Why did the other reps last night throw me off? They closed the sessions and didn't wait for me to reply. Were they just brain dead AI? Question mark. Re-enable B. You are much welcome. I'm really sorry about what happened to the last advisors you've encountered. As much as I'd love to give information on behalf of them, I'm afraid we do not have an option to so. Is everything good on your end? Me. Yes. Are you able to log in successfully? Yes. Re-enable B. Thank you so much. I hope I was able to help you. If you have any other concerns, feel free to message back. I'm more than happy to assist you. Have a great day ahead. My full name, smiley face. I replied, thank you, and closed the conversation. So, that was my full Spotify uh, transcript. I tried looking up whether or not Spotify uses like uh you know bots or whatever other than the bots they have like there's the bot which is just basically the filtering service to send you to the right customer service but i don't know if they at night use ai or if they use overseas i mean spotify is an overseas company but there was there's no information there's no way to tell what i'm what i'm talking to if i'm talking to a human or if i'm talking to an ai um but without regard Closing the information, just closing the conversation. That can't possibly be the result. Of, that can't be a human. That can't. That There's nobody to hold accountable. That is not how customer service works. If you just hang up on a customer, you're getting fired. 
That being said, I have hung up on customers before. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> Fuck them. But I'm saying that that's the whole thing. Hmm. So, I mean, looking into it, it's there's this is this is just with a podcast account. However, a, a podcast account can that, you know that can be your livelihood. It really account and people. We don't have time for this. Sh- we do- we don't have time for this shit. We need to get what we need to get done and move on with our day. This is this the time equals money. Time equals sleep. Time equals productivity. Time is everything. Time is everything, and you cannot be sitting here wasting your fucking time with bu- with bullshit like that. And I get it. Spotify is a great service, but just like any with like any large company that offers twenty four hour uh, a twenty four hour product. You can't. That is, you know, that's that's some bad service. So I was looking at this company called Crisp.Chat, and the release of ChatGPT in 2022 sparked a revolution in the world of artificial intelligence. I'm just gonna read this item here because I find it kind of fascinating with how they how it kind of does the same thing that I was just referring to. And I don't want to watch the video about what is Crisp. It's it it just tells you the same fucking thing where. You know, if it, whether you're talking on the phone or you're just typing it in on a keyboard, you don't realize it, but you're just getting an, a bot. At the end of the day, you're just getting a computer, whether it's voice inflection or whatever. It's just taking your information, processing it through a, uh, a an out. At the end of the day, it's just a script. AI is a script. Artificial intelligence is a script. It's just a it's just a a huge if then scenarioed data-based live ever evolving script that's all it is it's you know at the end of the day whether you're stealing a bottle of liquor or uh, 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 you know gold from Egypt you're just a thief at the end of the day an AI is nothing more than a script when it comes to customer service it's not accountable. It just completes its task or it moves you along. That's all it does is it just routes you. It's just traffic lights. It's just a traffic system. There's no emotion behind it. None. So when it comes to this system, uh, crisp.chat, the release of chat GPT in 2022, December, sparked a new revolution in the world of artificial intelligence. Uh, what many believed to be impossible for a long time was now possible. Having a conversation with a robot powered by intelli- artificial intelligence, or AI, capable of answering all types of questions almost perfectly. These new AI models, called LLMs, large language models, can actually reason coherently with textual data, have a strong synthesis capacity, and finally are able to understand human intentions and make simple decisions. Many initiatives are born from this revolution. As an example, check out this open-sourced attempt to make GPT-4 anonymous, and it gives you a link to AutoGPT. Autonomous. The new AI revolution has launched a new hype and is believed that the gold rush of blockchain is now moving towards artificial AI. At Crisp, we offer SAAS software that allows multi-channel customer service Live chat, email, messenger, WhatsApp, etc., along with many other features to empower customer service teams. And here's the big thing. As CEO of Crisp, I am often asked about what impact AI would have on customer support. 
Some experts mention that up to 80% of jobs could be impacted by AI, with customer service mentioned in the top top five professions that could be contested in the medium term. It does so. I am. It says I am the CEO as a CEO of Crisp. I am asked often about the impact AI would have on customer support. Some experts mention that up to 80% of jobs impacted by AI. Blah blah blah. He just moves from it. Just moves on from it. So he talks about talks about how customer service chatbots work, pattern matching, uh, using ChatGPT to create AI. Just moves along, and just throws a link up there. Almost as if a bot has also written this as well. And I'm trying to click the link here. There we go. Okay, so AI predicts 80% of job replacement in the coming years due to AI, emphasizing a positive shift in, in focus to, from work to fulfillment. And it just gives you similar, similar reads, but it's very... It's just like ChatGPT is going to take over. They're going to figure out how to implement it. Everybody, like hospitals and Spotify, which they probably already have, customer service companies, large customer service companies, you're just going to pay your subscription. You're going to take all your if-then scenarios and insert them into ChatGPT, see how it runs, and then that's it. Now, I don't know if a hospital is allowed to do this, but it seems like if you have a person... Now, first of all, you're calling into like a clinic. All right, you need to refill your prescription or you need to schedule a same-day appointment because your kid's got the fucking sniffles because you don't know how to use a humidifier or what have you. Or you're trying to get access to your bank account or you're trying to roll over your 401k or you're trying to figure out when your next unemployment check's going to land or God knows what other inch, uh, you know, life-critical element you're trying to deal with at that point, whether it be on the phone or via text. It's like this is not something that should be run these are things that should not be run by a chat robot they shouldn't people need to be held accountable for important things such as your money your health your livelihood those important things somebody at the end of the day somebody needs to be accountable for taking care of you whether you're paying for this or not you are attaching yourself to a service and somebody does. Somebody needs to be on the other side saying, I have somebody here. And first of all, that person you're talking to better be well fucking paid, better be uh, 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 well fucking benefited. I'm going to say this right now. People who, are, people who are not paid well and not treated well and are overly scrutinized with heavy metrics. Heavy metrics is a big problem. Heavy metrics, even though you're well paid, if you have heavy metrics in your company, that can also be a hindrance to the job performance. Because essentially, people are just like, uh, you did a really good job on this call, but you didn't. You missed all these points, and now I'm going to beat you up for. It. And because you got a 93 on your accuracy and not a 95 or a 99.10, um, we're going to put you on corrective action. And it's like, well, I didn't. I don't get it. And now you're not even care. Now you don't even give a shit at that point. The metrics just tell you this is what you're supposed to say. This is how you're supposed to say in this manner. You're supposed to hit these key points. And it's like, um, first of all, and, and then you stop caring about actually taking care of the customer. The only thing you care about at that point is hitting those metrics, those hit those metric points, those quality assurance things. Did you do that, 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 and that? Don't worry about what the customer is saying. Focused on these automated things, and you'll hit your numbers. 
Fuck the customer at that point. And then they say it's all about the customer. It's not when it comes to metrics. But that is, I'm going to leave that aside for now. I've talked about that in the past. Metrics don't help. They hurt. Just gives the director something to, the directors and the manager something to, to fucking, you know, point to. Oh, look at the numbers. But that person, besides the metrics bullshit, they need to be well compensated. Okay? They just do. Well compensated with benefits, well compensated with a paycheck. Okay? That's, that is that. They need time off. They need they need dental. They need all that stuff. It's important. If you're going to make them sit in a fucking office or if they get to sit at home, great. As long as they're doing a job, don't give a shit. I don't care if they're sitting on a park bench in San Diego. As long as they are helping people, that's fine. The most important thing in a job like that in customer service is a person helping another person. And the person who's helping that person better be well compensated and in a position in a position to prove to the to the company that they are useful no matter where they are. Okay. So this somebody at the end of the day, that well trained, well compensated person needs to be accountable. AI is not. Chatbots are not. Scripts are not. They are not accountable. All right. And imagine if everything becomes centralized. Now all of a sudden, centralization with AI chatbots, nobody's accountable. You can't get anything done. The system is completely rigged. There's always somebody that you can't reach, though, who's working on these things. That's the problem. Everything is centralized. These people are working on it, and these are the people that you can't reach. So... This is bad. This is a severe problem of um, what uh, this is. I mean, it's just a, a microcosm of I, what I experienced last week with these chatbots. And I can see where I can. I look at this and I go, okay, this is a nightmare. If this was something that was implemented, that was at night when I was probably dealing with. Uh, you know, different automation or whatever. But I don't even know. At this point, I don't know if I was dealing with bots or if I was dealing with people. I could tell you, Marvic and Veds, those are not people. There's no fucking way somebody named their kid Veds. There's, It's not possible. You can't hate your kid that much. So, I... It... it, it Concerns me greatly. This should be a warning for any any company. But then again, they don't care. They're just trying to set. They're just trying to. It's a cost-cutting measure. And if they need to keep up, they'll do it. Thankfully, smaller businesses don't have to worry about that because you just you can employ two or three people. And if you have that extra, I don't know, 100 grand, 150 grand, where you can employ afford to employ just a few people. To solve customer service issues, you're good. You can you can do this. You have people that are accountable for taking that information and helping you resolve it, or taking that information and getting it to the person who can resolve it. That's important. Small businesses are vital to these things. Large companies won't do this. And eventually, according to this article, uh won't be able to at all because they just they won't they'll have to cut costs or what or whatever their reason is but i can tell you this 
this is a that's a massive concern to me. It really threw off a light bulb in my head. And I know that this has been going on for you know over five years. Like companies have already switched over to it. I know that a bunch of like uh, you know shitty you know uh, fake news. Um, places like what was it buzzfeed they just fired all their employees and basically they just have ai do it making all their articles you know the 10 best ranked muscle cars or whatever bullshit or 10 shocking moments i don't know it's basically it's all crap don't expect customer service to get better and it was already yes it was already bad but somebody was accountable now there's a chance that nobody will be accountable going forward uh, we are at 35 minutes. Let's go ahead and kick over to some Q&A. Um, if you have any uh, questions, concerns, or comments, hit me up on my website, PositiveSarcasm.com. Go in the contact section. Once again, like, subscribe, share, donate, PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. And, uh, you know, use the Weeble app, the affiliate link. Check out all my article archives and all that other stuff. But... Um, and uh, if you're into music reaction, check out my, my, my metal reaction channel, building that gym, forever gym playlist there. Uh, to everybody who's been subscribing there and commenting, thank you. Let's get to some Q&As, though. Dig Q&As. Been digging these lately. Let's get that screen back up. <clears throat> Hold on. Getting my... Uh, I was feeling... I was sick about a week ago. Um, and then I started dropping N-acetylcysteine. Whenever I, I feel like I'm just not getting better for some reason like i'm just i'm like i'm I'm wiped and my body's sore i drop some knack and it turns me right around and acetylcysteine is available it is available at walmart it is available at vitamin stores but it was almost blocked like there was there was some weird stuff going on in the back end especially when COVID hit and they were trying to block certain supplements and vitamins and all that shit and and acetylcysteine was on the restricted list i still don't know if you can because paypal was restricting purchase of it thankfully you could use your regular credit card Another scary thing to think about. Mm. Anyways, now I'm rocking some uh, liquid IV. Liquid IV is disgusting when it's warm. You ice it up, you're good. You have to drink it with ice. Ice cold water, you're okay. By itself, is it normal for my boss to psychoanalyze me every time I ask a workplace question? I'm a new therapist two months into the job, and I've noticed that my clinical supervisor has a tendency to analyze me to my face when I have a question she wasn't anticipating. When we disagree on a non-clinical issue or are attempting to solve a workplace issue, she also uh, is my direct managerial supervisor. So I think something is coming from a dual. I think something is coming. Something is coming up from the dual relationship. To give examples, she will get say things like. I know what's in your story to make you think that insert really common workplace norm expectation. It seems your mind is imagining scenarios that are making you fearful. Common workplace question that wasn't accounted for in the employee handbook and she later agreed to include because I've learned from a couple hours work that sometimes the way to get to the other person to work with me is to humor their unreasonable requests even though it shouldn't take that. There is a lot more like opening a salary benefits discussion a few months ago stating that from my view it seems like you have been you have wait what the fuck from my view it seems like you have been having racing thoughts because i've sent her a simple bullet point list of questions as she had no information on my benefits and i was able to start in less than a week telling me i have a paranoid part when on, on our initial interview discussion i learned they weren't sure if they had funding for the position, but they wanted me to accept the offer on good faith. They would secure a grant that they had been rejected for in the previous year. 
I waited until they got the grant to accept. It seems like anything I do can and will be analyzed. I just want to know, is it normal? It makes me really uncomfortable and angry to have someone question my story when I have just have a question about PTO. I want to say something, but I know that amount of therap- uh, therapizing... Therapizing? Is that a word? During the clinical part of supervision is normal. Ironically, she's an incredible clinical supervisor, so it also worries me that I'm damaging our relationship when I push back. Recently, when discussing a major part of my contract that was left out, we got into a tense back and forth because I wanted it in writing, and she wanted me to use your knowledge of me and trust me to honor this. Let that guide you, and not your fear of workplace power dynamics. Um, okay. Listen. I, I can't understand this, bitch. Look, or, dude, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, this is not this is not your gig. This is not your gig. You got to get out. This person, look, you go to a job for a paycheck. I know. Oh, it's fulfilling. Fuck that. You go to a job to get paid. You go to a you go to a job in order to do something that is fulfilling that fulfills your fucking uh, uh, electrical bill and your mortgage or rent and your phone bill. All right. That's first and foremost. That's first and foremost. You need that stuff in writing. You go there, and I'm sure this is an intense job as a, a, a clinician or whatever the hell do you do. But if they're just doing this thing to, you're not there to be analyzed. You're there to work. And if this person's not putting things in writing, this that's not something to be analyzed about. That's 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 you know sociopathic behavior. You need to get out. Just put in your notice and leave. Let's move on to the next one. That one was making me frustrated. Which isn't hard to do. I have three children. Two girls, age 13 and 4, and one boy, age 9. My 13-year-old Lottie and my son Carl are both autistic. And my 4-year-old Leela is not. Lottie and Carl have always been very close, and Lottie in particular has never really been connected with Leela. Understandable given the age difference. And recently, Lottie and Carl have started resenting Leela because they see her as mine, as their father's favorite. They refuse to spend time with her, and although they never outright are never outright mean, they won't help her at all, like get her food or drinks or get her ready for bed, as I would expect from Lottie especially. I think Carl and Lottie are being unreasonable. Spending time with and helping their sister is the bare minimum that any sibling can do. One point Lottie and Carl often bring up is that me and my parents speak about them negatively, but only positive about Ilila. Uh, example. I will speak to my parents about how Lottie will sometimes refuse school and how Carl sometimes gets aggressive and we'll have that com- and we will have that conversation. The reason I speak negatively about them is that because I am human and when I'm frustrated I need someone to talk to. Okay. I don't speak negatively about Lila because I have no problems with her and she is essentially perfect. According to Lottie and Carla, I treat them differently than Lita. Of course I do. They are autistic and she is not. I will obviously treat them differently. How do I get Carl and Lottie to see that they are being unreasonable? Um. Hmm. This is this is interesting. All right. I clearly understand the uh. Well, from a surface perspective, I understand that having three children. You have three children. In general, that is a task in itself. Okay, they're all over the spectrum: thirteen, four, and nine. It's a lot of work. Boys and girls. You have two of them. 13 
and nine who are autistic. Okay. That takes everything up a notch, apparently. Very difficult. I would understand if you just, if you see relief in your four-year-old, it may be natural. I'm not a, I am not a parent. I've never had the privilege of being one for a long term. Um, so I don't really know how to I don't have a logical conclusion for you I can I, I can see where you are favoring Leela because she's not autistic but you said here that you don't speak negatively about Leela because I have no problems with her and she's essentially perfect okay well you're saying you're is she essentially per, is she essentially perfect or is she just not autistic you obviously put her in a different... You're obviously putting her in a different light. But you have to understand those two are... Those other two are your children. You need to raise them. You need to take care of them. You need to have them educated. You need to discipline them. You need to have... Seek guidance. Real parental guidance. On how to make sure everybody is taking care of that family. This is your responsibility... I don't know how they became autistic. I'm not going down that road. I don't know what's going on. I just know you have three children. They all need to take care of each other. Obviously, if two autistic children are not... If these two autistic children are not capable of doing things for Leela, then don't put that burden on them. You, as the parent, are responsible for taking care of all three. I don't know how autistic they are. I don't know what they are not capable or restrictive of doing. So at the end of the day, it's up to you to help them and not have them help Leela. Let's move. Uh, let's do one more. There we go. Ooh, what the fuck? Two months ago, my girlfriend of 18 months and I mutually broke up. We were generally happy, but there have been some recent stress in the relationship. Much of it related to her moving 100 miles away six months ago. Okay. She felt we'd be trending more toward being best friends than romantic partners. And she wanted us, wanted both of us to have a chance to date other people. She wanted both of us to have a chance to date. Okay. Let me, re, let me rephrase that for you. She moved away and wanted to fuck other dudes. Okay. That's it. She didn't want to fuck you. She wanted to date. She wanted to fuck other dudes. That's it. That means the relationship's over. Okay? When a girl says, or a guy says, I think we should take a break, that means we need to fuck a dude. We, that, nine times out of ten, that, they end up fucking another person. That's how that works. That's how taking, taking a break, taking a break, they're, very rarely taking a break is, I need a month to kind of just clear my head and then we can talk. But whenever they say we need to take a break, Another person's immediately in the picture. Or, even more so, that person has instigated that break so they can slide in. Anyways, let's move forward here. She felt she had been trending more towards and said we're going to both have a chance to date other people. Okay. She was... Oh, well, okay. She's already stated that. She wanted us both to have a chance to fuck other people. 
She was my first serious girlfriend, and she said I need to date others before deciding whether she is the one for me. Sounds like some manipulative shit, but let's keep going. We left the door open to getting back together someday and stayed in touch by phone and text saying, I love you, etc. Ooh, this is not good. We'd said we'd tell each other about any romantic encounters, and she subsequently told me when she hooked up with someone. I was fine with it because we broke up after all. All right, you accepted it. But I met someone new. When I told my ex, she flipped out, accusing me of replacing her and saying she will hate me forever if I date this new woman. She now says if she wa- if she now says that she wants to get back together and that I never should have agreed to the breakup. This feels terribly unfair. I want to see where things go with this with a new woman, but I feel guilty that my ex is upset. We have been through a lot together, a lot more uh, related to helping her work through the past trauma. I don't I don't want to cause her more pain. So is there any way I could date the new woman without feeling guilty? Do I even need to cut off contact for a while? Or should I not be dating anyone right now, even though we broke up specifically so I could? All right. Let me re- let me just re- read the beginning. Let me, re- be- let me read the beginning because you've already answered your question. She moved away 100 miles six months ago and stated that she wanted us both to have the chance to date other people. And then you said you met someone new and she lost her mind. Well, that's what happens when you say uh, we should date other people. So you said, okay. And you said, I'm going to go date this person. Wait, what? You're not serious. But here's the thing. You guys are still saying, I love you? Okay, great. She subsequently told me when she hooked up with someone. Okay, we should date other people. She goes and fucks somebody. You said you were fine with it. You go ahead and hook up with somebody. She loses her shit. This bitch is a psycho. Get rid of her. This thing was over when she moved away 100 miles. This is not a person you want in your life. And you obviously have some growing up to do as well because you clearly aren't getting the folk, the picture here. You need to not make the same mistakes with this new person. You need to figure out if this new person's okay for you. But quite frankly, when there's two things here. When she said we, have a ch- we should have a chance to date other people, that's when the relationship should have definitely ended. And also, when she said that she hooked up with somebody else, that's when the relationship should have 100% ended. Not this te- phone and text saying, I love you bullshit. That's not, that's not love. It's not. That's not love. That's void filling. This relationship is dead over. You need to dump this person. And if you don't know how to effectively tell them I can't do this anymore without caving in Every time that they, every time that they say, don't do this, or they get mad, or wait, I still love you, you say, I'm leaving, goodbye. Block all their information, block their Facebook, block their Instagram, block their fucking phone numbers, block their signal, block everything. I'm leaving, goodbye, don't contact me again. And then that's it. Then have your chance, then go out, go, go breathe. Don't go and screw somebody, even though you kind of already are, but just go breathe. Breathe, relax, and talk to this new woman that you're dating. And let her know that this is what's going on. 
I just blocked my ex because she's freaking out that I met somebody else. And I really want to try things with you, so I'm making an effort. I just told them I told this girl, don't don't text me again, don't talk to me again, and I, I blocked her. Just wanna let you know, this girl's freaking out, but I'm choosing you. And I deleted I deleted this girl from my life. What do you think? And see where it goes. You obviously are, uh, 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 you know, attractive or, you know, the opposite sex likes you because you're meeting other people. So there's obviously some elements to you that are, are promising and you have some potential, but you got some mental work to do. I mean, so do I, but I'm just saying on your end, we're talking about you. I'm not in this. I'm not in this Q&A session here. OK, you are. So we're talking about you. So don't look at me. I got my own problems. We're talking about you here because you're in the Q&A and not me. If I can compare lively life stories to you, then I will. But you need to get this woman out of your life. If you want to, if you want to date and if you think you're ready for dating, then you need to focus just on this new chick and get get this other one out completely. They moved 100 miles away, wanted to fuck other people, decided to fuck other people, told you they fucked other people. That's the end of that relationship. Period. Okay, we're at 52 minutes. Let's close up shop for the day. If you have questions, concerns, comments, you can go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, email me directly through my website, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Um, questions, concerns, comments, blah, 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 blah. You guys, you guys know how to do this all now. Uh, Rumble. Rumble is the exclusive video source of this positive sarcasm podcast. Audio is available anywhere where podcasts are available including Spotify. <laughs> we move on. We move on. All is well in the universe for the most part. We could all blow up tomorrow, but it is available on Spotify, Sp- uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, which is a, apparently a part of Spotify. But you can find the podcast anywhere. It is also downloadable and streamable directly from my website, PositiveSarcasm.com. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, we are available again. We are live again. And uh, that's pretty much it. So share your frustration, customer service frustration stories with me if you want. Maybe I'll, if they're that good, I'll fucking read them on. I'll read them on the podcast. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll check in on you all next week with probably another white V-neck, recorded here from the Spare Part Studios. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. Yeah.